recording. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brad and Panny Show with your hosts, Brad and Panny. Hi. <laughs> this is our technically second inaugural podcast. The first one was unfortunately deleted by this fantastic app, Anchor, we're using to create this podcast. Um, but, you know, somehow it just deleted our one hour long podcast uh, before we did that. So, Penny, I wanted to revisit some of our topics on that. But okay. I think before we get started, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Our main sponsor today, Glow in the Dark Cock Rings. <laughs> That's right, ladies. Have you ever been with your man shutting the lights off? Getting, things are getting hot and heavy. Turn the lights down and you just can't find his penis in the dark. Well, the fine ladies and gentlemen at Glow in the Dark Cock Rings have created a Glow in the Dark Cock Ring that solves this predicament. You can now find your man's genitals in the dark thanks to this beautiful glowing cock ring. Wow, that's very interesting. Yes, and you know you know where you can get these, Panty? Uh, they are yeah. sold in gas stations all across the fine state of Texas. Any gas station, any gas station you can walk into and while you are urinating, you can walk over and place a quarter in and get a glow-in-the-dark cock ring delivered right into your very hands. It makes you wonder what's going on in Texas. Yeah, it's either, you know, it's either dark oh. a lot or, you know, people got some tiny penises. Well, I'm going to go with tiny penises. Tiny penises? Yeah, strictly because our one friend, Tyler. Mm. He's from Texas. Uh, I, I just got an inkling. I've never seen it, but I just got an inkling that, like, he probably has a small one. Uh, you know, it it would reflect with his fantasy football performances. Yes, very true. Shout out to our friend Tyler Lamberson. We love you, buddy. Get married soon, <laughs> by the way. Also getting married, yeah. You know, congratulations. Makes sense to- as to why from Texas though he's getting married soon he probably has a small penis he's trying to cover this up that's why he's getting gotta, married so early in life gotta lock someone down cause you yes. know who's gonna wanna stay with that exactly I, well, I feel like this is turning into a rip on Tyler Fest uh, let's let's branch out on some of our other uh, broader topics Penny uh, Penny I wanted to re-ask you about your uh, poop earlier today ah whoa glorious absolutely glorious um, let me just start here I, I, I gotta do the build up a little bit more. Talk to you about how the how it got. Yeah, tell to this tell point. tell me what happened. So I started yesterday. I kept having to take poops, but nothing ever came out. No, that's that's nothing abnormal. People yeah, do poop every day. Is I don't that, know. I don't know. Are you talking about so like wanting to take four poops in a day? That doesn't seem normal to me. Yeah, that that does seem like an excessive amount of poops, Banny. Yeah. So nothing ever came out, even after having coffee. Which, you know, gas station coffee, I'd like you to give a shout out right now. Ah, yes, that is one of our other sponsors. We would like to uh, give a shout out to Cold Gas Station Coffee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to reiterate the fact that this is not supposed to be cold coffee. That's right. This is the coffee that you got five hours ago that you took a couple sips of. And now it's cold sitting in the cup holder, and you need it because you've, ha- you've been up for over 24 hours on a 21-hour-long road trip, and you need the caffeine. So cold sense. gas station coffee, ladies and gentlemen, delivering delectable poops to Chris Panagakis since 1997. 
Memphis. I don't know, dude. They're just tri-state area. They were there. They had gas stations. We got coffee. All right, all right. Is that where the the notable this uh, notable poop happened? No, no. This notable poop happened in Texas. Let me just give you the lowdown. So it's probably my fourth try, and I went in there, and I'm going to describe it as legendary. Legendary. What kind Absolutely. of what kind of legendary? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm really glad you asked. You remember the Pokemon Zapdos? Are are you referring to the legendary Thunderbird of the and the legendary uh, Pokemon Thunderbird? Ah, uh, yes. One that flaps its wings so elegantly, yet will freaking fire a thunderbolt at you. I, I am familiar. Yes. All right. So let me give you the lowdown. So in the beginning, the poop just fluttered out of me, just nice and easy. Then I hit this stage where I just hit a wall. And for how hard I was pushing, there was probably enough friction in there to give myself a static charge. And I did get a static charge, and I did zap my butt in there. You zapped your butt? Yeah. Now, um, now, if I recall correctly, Penny, you're eating some spicy food. Yeah. Is it is yeah. it not possible that you could have mistaken... Zapdos for Moltres, the legendary Firebird. No, he's not a he's not a cool fire. He's not a cool bird. Let's be honest. Nobody ever thinks of Moltres. When you think of a legendary bird, what do you think of? Let, let's just go here. We're gonna go Zapdos. What's the what's the ice bird? What's that thing's name? Articuno. Yeah, Articuno. Yes, Articuno. Honestly, we could go with yo. Know, that's from the original 150. We could even go with Lugia and Ho Ho. Ho Ho would have right. a better chance than Zapdos, but Ho Ho. I'm gonna be honest. That's just not a good name. I won't. You're, I don't want to. You're call right. My you're right. Lugia is pretty badass, but Ho Ho is like, what? Yeah. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Come on, come on, yeah. Japan. You're better than this. Ooh, what is going uh, on? This is. Here? We have a uh, slowdown in the traffic. Tractor trailers are just spinning all over the road here in Texas. People, people from Texas can't drive. Shout out again to our friend Tyler Lamberson. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Shitty people in Texas. <laughs> Hashtag people from Texas. <laughs> Tyler, you're Just lucky kidding. that Dallas is it's winning. A, it's a fine state. It's a fine state. But uh, so, Panny, I was thinking, we didn't get to touch on this in our inaugural podcast, but oh. in the second one, um, so if if you're you're comparing your poo to the legendary Thunderbird Zapdos, yes. is it possible that other poos can also be correlated to other Pokemon. The obvious comparison would be uh, Diglett. Diglett. <laughs> Diglett. <laughs> if you know, if you're prairie dogging it, it's uh, going uh, <laughs> out uh, of the hole. You know, uh, have, have you ever had a Diglett poo? Any, you know, maybe, uh, I can't think of P- Pikachu or uh, any, any other notable Pokemon poops See, come P- to mind? Pikachu could be one because. 
You ever get that poop that just follows you around all day and it feels like it's there, but it just never works? And then just just like Pikachu and uh, in the yellow yeah. version, following yeah, you around everywhere. It's just it's just there. This is that like yellow version. I've I've definitely had the fine experience of that before. I've dealt with that before. Um, in terms of other Pokemon, let's let's think about this. Um, no, I can't think of them. <laughs> so we got Zapdos, Pikachu, and Diglett. Yeah. The, the, the three poop types yeah, you can it... have. What about Muck? You know, oh, I think I think God. I had some of those poops in Thailand. Ghastly or whatever that thing's <laughs> name is. Ghastly. Ghost poop? Yes. Does that mean yes. someone in Australia has twice as much poop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking true. That, that's definitely a fact. I don't yeah, know if gas, people... Ghastly poops. That's definitely, you know, you got ghastly poops, muck poops. Uh, let's see. What what else is there? Uh, I don't know. I can't... I think that's something that'll just happen. If you're going to take a poop today, you'll probably be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is well, a certain type we're of... Gonna, we're going to turn this over to, to you, the, the appreciated listener. If you have any Pokemon poops you would like to share with us, please, in the comments section... Drop in, drop in a, first, I would like a diss of Panny, you know, insult him in some way, shape, or form, followed by a Pokemon poop type. Um, if I this can, can be, this can be legendary, fire, earth, you know, it could be any, any Pokemon poop. Um, we, fair. we don't discriminate here. That's fair. And if I can guess who the person is based off your diss, good for you, you're going to get nothing. You, but that means I know you, <laughs> which You're, is a yes. win in your book. It's a win in your book. Uh, I thought of another one just now. The oh. uh, the unknowns. Oh. Yeah, you know, you ever get those little like really squiggly poops, and you know they kind of you like look in the toilet after you stand out. You're like, what? What is that? How, Have did, you, how did that come out? You of know me? the Voltrons or the Voltron? Like, oh, the, 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 the was that explode? Yeah, the Voltorbs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> grenade poops. That's what the that grenade is. Grenade poops. That's a Voltorb. <laughs> Ever, I've, I've seen a grenade poop firsthand. It is not pretty. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's get off the subject of pooping, though. I feel okay. like that's... Yeah, I think, very... we're, I think we're overdoing it. But, you know, I would also, just just to... So we don't want to forget about this. Throw a shout-out to our friend Tyler Lamberson. Just to remind okay. him that uh, there's nothing going on in Texas right now. I don't know what he thinks is so great about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so... Man, Tyler... How do you like I'm this pretty... place? <laughs> How do you like this place? It's Love very, you, very flat. And uh, bringing up our uh, next sponsor, um, Oil Pumps. That's oh. right. Brought to you by the great state of Texas, Oil Pumps. I don't know what they really do. I mean, they're pumping oil, but, man, they are an eyesore. Just watching them up, and they're, they're littering the landscape. But it's it's awful. Problem. It's, you know, global warming is a predicament, and these just look bad. I'll, I'll be honest, even most of them aren't even doing anything. They're just there. But they are our fine sponsors for this podcast, so we would like to, again, you know, shout out to oil pumps. Wait, so we have They to be look like shit stains sponsors. on the landscape. We and not the Pokemon supportive. type. Uh, well, I mean, they're sponsoring us. Oh, that's fair. That's very fair. I mean, we don't see any right now. I'll be honest. We're looking at. You're right, you're right. Beautiful, kind of beautiful, Western Texas. It's as beautiful as Western Texas can get, which is, you know, maybe like a 2 out of 10. Yeah. I once saw a bush, and then another bush. (laughs) 
man. You're really getting descriptive with everything right now. <laughs> oh, look. Shit. There's another one. <laughs> there Watch it is. Watch out. We're going to see some grass in a minute. Oh, wait. That's been for the last seven hours. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, just, just so you guys are aware, uh, me and my friend co-host, uh, Panny, okay. are going on a uh, 21-hour road trip at the moment. We are on our way to Waco Tanks, Texas to do some rock climbing. We left at, what was it, 4 p.m. from four, Louisville, four Kentucky. 30, yeah, something like Yeah, 4, 4.30, and we drove through the night. So we are currently running on about, you know, collectively, five hours of sleep. We're doing pretty well. Um, yeah, so together, yeah. And, you know, the night before, I got like three hours of sleep. So I'm feeling real good. I'm sure you can hear about while how, how I'm talking, you know. I'm thinking very intelligently right now. And me and Panny are the both usual. very level-headed. And just, you know, we're on the ball. So, yes. hence why we decided to bring you this podcast. Yes, yes. By the way, this podcast is also brought to you by the great people at Shitty iPhones. Oh, oh this yes, is uh, a story. This, uh, good. Yes, the, the good. fine, fine people over at Shitty iPhones. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have a shitty iPhone? You bought it because you thought it would be good because everyone said Apple products were the shit? Well... News they for are you. The shit. News for you. Yeah, they are shit. Um, if you, you have an iPhone, it may randomly delete all of your contacts and be unrecoverable. And when you call those fine people over a shitty iPhone, they will tell you your contacts are lost forever. Good luck talking to anybody ever again. So I have recently upgraded to the Pixel 3 to now get rid of my shitty iPhone and upgrade to a comparable and more elegantly designed cell phone good on you mate good on me yes good on me well done you, sure, made, yeah. uh, you made a smart decision to be completely honest well now let's 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 think about things that we could talk about brad because our brains are not fine too let's We're, go let's go back to uh what you said early the oil fields and the environment ah our fine sponsors at oil oil pumps the shit yes. stains of texas we don't really want to diss on you, but we're going to diss on you. I think we will, unless uh, Brad has other Hey, you know, uh, I, 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 this is this is my co-host, Chris Panagakis, uh, going off on the oil pumps. I'm going to gonna plead the fifth on this one, but Chris, please tell me, tell me what you're thinking. What's going on? Well, I just wanted to have, I just had a quick question for you. Do you think environmental change is real, and do you think global warming is real? Well, to support our fine friends over at Oil Pumps, okay. I will say, obviously, obviously, global warming can't be real. Oh. It, it doesn't exist. It's propaganda perpetuated by the liberal government. The liberal those those damn Those damn liberals. Right. Yes, because... <laughs> Liberals are completely wrong with everything. Everything. Oh. And you know what? You know what's kind of true too. Conservatives are right with everything. Yeah. You know. I mean, the temperature of the Earth is rising, but you can't call that global warming. No. That could be anything. No. That's true. You know. That's true. And the sun's so, getting closer. Well, well so I wanna, I wanna uh, give a shout out to my friend Jeff, who actually explained global warming to me. Jeff Hong. Jeffrey Hong. Just recently graduated, became a nurse, looking for a job in New York City. Hire this fine man. He this is man's a, pretty intelligent. He's a fantastic, fantastic gentleman. Smartest guy I know. 
Um, Jeff recently explained global warming to me. I'd and, like to hear. Well, so you know how the Earth is flat. Yes, I knew. Yes, flat Earth obviously, is. flat Earth is a generally a accepted and you know rounder. Yeah, round earthers are a little. Pff, we, let's not even go there. We talk about round earthers, but so we the have the nerve they have. We, ha- we have this flat Earth, right? And it's like a pancake, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we're we're on the top. We're getting roasted by the sun, and we are getting to that point where we are going to be crisp and brown and ready for the flipping. So once the earth reaches that point, we just flip over to the cool side of the pancake, and we're all good. Wait, so, question for you. Question. So, that's the sun. That's us. Well, alright, so please, please describe what you're doing with your hands to our listeners, Panny. They, they can't see. That's very true. I'm sorry, listeners. That was, that was dumb of me. I apologize. So, my hand is flat right now. Yes. And my palm... Is facing out the window. Yes. My. Okay. And I'm gonna say. The sun is the window. Okay. So so where the sunlight is actively touching your hand, you know, in this scenario, right? It's, that is where we are. We are yes. That is because we are on the top of the pancake of Earth, where the sun is roasting us. So we are we are just you know. We're on that griddle. Someone's adding a little bit of butter just to, you know, make sure things cook just right. Okay. We're reaching that point. And then, you know, once we're ready to go, flip, flop, we're back on the cool side of the pancake. Everything's fine. So, is the sun flat? Panny, come on. I'm asking real questions. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Shit. All right. Well, then I'm going to be thrown for a whirlwind on this shit because I don't know that answer. It looks round in the sky, but I could be completely wrong. It could just be a flat fucking plate for all I know. Well, or a I mean, obviously the sun is rotating around the flatness of Earth. That's kind of true. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Come on. So we're here. So you're saying we're going to do that. So my palm's just going to flip to the other side, and we're going to be cold. Hey, that's exactly what I'm describing. What What are you having trouble wrapping your head around right I now? I thought this is, we were this just going to go through the Earth to the other side. This is basic global warming science. No, the Earth is going to flip. You can't just you can't just transfer the heat to the other side of the pancake. What you is going to cause flip. it to flip? Obviously, God's going to flip it. Oh, shit. Now we're on religion. This is, this is going in a in a, a very different turn than our uh, inaugural podcast, Panny. We're we're getting we're getting pretty pretty hot and heavy right now. Well, here's all right. You brought up God. Uh, well, we, we're we're talking about the subject of global warming and flat Earth society. You know, that's the uh, logical well, next progression. But I feel like we you know we might be insulting people's beliefs and getting a little too you know. Just, I, th- I think I think we should drop this topic where we're at. We might lose a lot of our fan base. Dude, no, we won't lose our <laughs> fan base. We've our very got... our very popular podcast. We we will not lose a fan base. All right, so thank thank you to you listeners sticking oh. with us and uh, listening to this podcast. It if is you are... it's people like you every day, as well as the people over at Glow in the Dark Cock Rings that make this podcast possible. That's Glow in the Dark Cock Rings. Helping you find your dick since 1937. Did you make that day? <laughs> no. 
I'm just asking. I'm really on the cue card in the studio. I'm going to be honest. There's <laughs> no way there's been glow-in-the-dark shit since 1937. <laughs> there's no was, way there's been glow-in-the-dark shit since 1937. It was, it was radiation back then. Uh, <laughs> People had irradiated dicks. So that's I don't where know. prostate I don't know. cancer came from. <laughs> I don't All know right. if radiation, if nuclear energy Holy was a thing. Shit. I don't think it was in the 30s. Um, it probably gave vaginal cancer, too, let's be honest. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I mean, think about it. It's cock ring, vagina. All right, all right. Okay. We got we to move on to our next topic here, Panny. We, 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 have, we have a couple of topics that we won't, we got to hit on um, from from our inaugural podcast that oh, we really need to, yeah, to revisit. Talk about. Right, um, let's, let's talk about or, or, you know, we could go in a totally new direction. What do you think? I think we should just... Wherever. Just go with wherever this conversation is taking us. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. So we were talking uh, earlier about community, oh, right? Yes. You know, kind of uh, this idea. I feel like people nowadays are going for this very, you know, individualist, you know, everyone. Uh, it's like conquer the world on your own. And we've kind of lost that tribe mentality and yes. things like that. So, you know, perfect example of how... How you and me work with things, you know, I think we have a very, you know, communal uh, aspect to our friendship, you know? So, for instance, like, you got lunch today. You're not like, hey, man, Venmo me for lunch. It's just like, okay, like, you're going to, you're helping me out with this trip, you know? You're paying, you're covering a lot of it, and it's, you know, that's repayment for when you were having trouble back in the day, and I helped you out because, you know, we just had this kind of communal back and forth where we respect each other and we're just, you know, we're, we're working together to achieve a goal. I was recently added to your phone plan after I dropped my shitty iPhone. Shout out to our sponsor, Shitty iPhones. Yes, um, yes uh, making shitty iPhones since uh, 1356. 1356. <laughs> what um, was that, Galileo's years? <laughs> shitty iPhones have been around for a while. That man's a genius, damn. <laughs> He held back for a while. How did Steve Jobs find out about that? Uh, yeah. So so anyway, you know, back back to this topic of just like community. I was just hoping, you know, you had some really good points here. I was hoping you could just talk talk a little bit on this tribe mentality and community. Oh, uh, so where to start? So when I'm talking about tribe mentality, all right. So I think we as humans have went from a front door society to a back door society. And to just give you a an idea of what that really means, um, honestly, it's a, it's as simple as what it's saying. So humans have went from, all right, we're going to be very friendly with our neighbors, we're going to spend time with those around us, we're going to build something and build relationships that are authentic and from the ground up, and we've got uh, and we've gotten to this point where. You no longer talk about having a good front yard or a good front porch where you can see what's going on. Everyone's always, I want my privacy, I want my backyard, I want this and that, my, I want my, uh, what would you call that? My, honestly, just my backyard for my family and my privacy. Um, and I think that's really hindered humans in general. And I, I mean, the book Tribe, sorry, what were you going to say something? Uh, I was just gonna try and clarify your point. So what you, you're, you're saying, you know, like where, like back in the day, people, you know, everyone came to your front door, right? Like when we were yes. kids, you know, we went to the front door to see if everyone could play, and like, you know, neighbors, you know, you're outside. Oh, hi, howdy, how you doing, neighbor? 
and we're kind of transitioning to, you know, instead of walking out your front door to say hi to your neighbor, you're kind of hiding out in your backyard, you're putting up your fence, and, you know, you're like, I don't see you, you don't see me, like, This is my why? mentality. It's, yeah. It's, it's, this is mine. I won't share my stuff. And it's a very, I'd say it's a very, uh, it's hindering our society and our people. Okay. In a lot of ways. Yeah. And I, I've been feeling this for a while. I mean, we kind of, I'd say we started with our tribe mentality in our just community when we were in college because you and I would just share food. Yeah. Yeah, we, definitely. We didn't even think about this back then, but we would just share food because we were on pretty much the same schedule and it made no sense for me to cook individually or you to cook individually. Now, every once in a while, we, we would. Yeah. And we still do. You still sometimes just, you want, you know, you want your own or you want to cook something different. It, it's not saying being an individual or uh, having your own space is a bad thing. What I'm saying is we've become so disconnected from each other in this way. So, um, I gotta give... So the book Tribe, I don't know if people have read it, but this kind of, this really opened my eyes. And also the book Sapiens has opened my eyes to a lot of these things. Humans used to live in tribal culture, tribal societies where they would have anywhere from 50 to 100 relationships, but did not have the ability to have any more than 100 relationships at one time. And the, I think the number may actually be 80. I haven't, I haven't read that book for a little while. Um, but what we've realized, and this is a reason that America has such high rates of PTSD, and this is the reason why you feel like you have to connect with people through social media. Humans have so much anxiety in our culture. We have so many different health illnesses. And a lot of people want to boil it down to, oh, you got to eat healthy. Uh, you gotta lift. You gotta do this and that. The main, the, it's it's a holistic attitude, and I'm kind of getting on a tangent here. But the one of the main problems is we don't connect as people. We don't see each other. We talked about this in our last podcast uh, with social yeah, media. Yeah, just with the, the texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah texting. to bring it around with that. Yeah. So, we're, so you're saying, you know, we we only have we, we're only really capable of having. You know, a given number, say whether it's fifty, hundred, whatever, of yes. meaningful relationships. Yes. And now in our society, we're we're more connected than ever. You know, across continents, and you know, we're we we have hundreds and hundreds of relationships, but they, you know, they're have. Would you say they have less meaning now, especially you know through the mask of social media and digital I would, messaging? I would jump to say a lot of them don't have any meaning and I'll put it okay. this way um, I used to work for a company called Aerotech and I knew everybody at Aerotech there and we had about 60-70 people in our office uh, but all of us were connected through one thing which was a symbol of Aerotech it was the brand it was a myth but that symbol did not have to have a connection with us. Um, I think I think you might have lost some people there saying that symbol's a myth. So I think I know you're, okay, I think so you're referring it, to uh, sapiens there, right? Yes. Yeah, can, can you just sapiens. explain that a little more? Okay. So um, Aerotech, the symbol. It is right. a made-up 
or any symbol. Let's go with Nike. Okay. A lot of us will identify with Nike. Yeah, people are, I want to wear Nike. Michael yes. Jordan wore Nike. Did he? Did he wear Nike? I don't even know. I think he did. He's people, got Air Jordan. People wear, people wear yes. Nikes, right? Yeah. Yes, but it is, is it real? Can you go up to Nike and have a conversation with it? No. I, I do not believe I can. Unless okay. unless you are, of course, referring to the god of, of speed or whatever it is. I mean, you. even then, I feel like <laughs> I may be able to is talk the, to him. Uh, I mean, you are a small little Greek inferior man. By the way, we'd inferior like to reach man. out to our, to our fine sponsors, Nordic people, yes. being better than everybody else, because Netflix told me so since 1272. 1272? <laughs> You fuckers were around before 1272. Y'all have Neanderthal we, brains. We weren't, we weren't, better, we weren't better than everybody until 1272. When did this happen? So, uh, just a little background story, guys. We're, whoa, we're going to go on this quick, quick we're going to go quick, quick tangent. Question. Netflix, here. no, hang on, let me explain okay. to our, let me explain okay. to our listeners. The Netflix documentary series, Explain, had a great episode on jeans and their expressions and all that, blah, blah, blah. It's really great. I recommend watching it. But they made a point to say people of Nordic descent tend to have more favorable genes and are better looking and more desirable. So basically, we're better than you. And <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Nordic people rule. Um, so yes, again, thank you to our sponsors. Nordic people, Greek people are shorter and have smaller penises than us. Well, you want to know it's great? I'm 40% Nordic, so <laughs> probably uh, more than no, you. No, no, no. So, well, so well, let's drop the Nordic thing there. Uh, um, okay, all right. So you made yourself look <laughs> dumb and you move on. It's cool. So anyway. Um, well, so we're talking no. about myths. Myths, and, right. So uh, And branding, which can be a myth. And it, So basically, Nike and Aerotech, they're these artificial constructs, even yes. the United States of America, right? It's not a tangible thing. It's some. It's a common belief in people that you know. It's it's created by our a myth. Like everyone believes in this myth, so therefore the United States of America is a thing, yes. even though it does not tangibly exist in reality. Yes, it does not need to have a relationship with us for us to have a relationship with it in any way. Ah, that's a good way to put it. Yes, yeah. it does not. Now, um, uh, so this is the reason that humans have really risen up and become the strongest creature on this earth, and when I say strongest, the uh, most dominant, is because we have the ability to have a relationship and to connect with this social construct, so you take into account... So we're, we're connecting with an idea. Yes. We're so now, so now does that idea, so let's say, so I can only have 50 meaningful relationships with people, right? But if I have a meaningful relationship with the United States of America, or the idea there of it, does that now, wouldn't that automatically connect me to to anyone else who has this common belief and relationship with the idea of the United States of America? Yes, but it's a very superficial connection. And why would it be superficial? Uh, so when you have a meaningful relationship with somebody, you can get into detail and talk to them very much so about, uh, it's more a uh, romantic romantic's the wrong word uh, it's deeper it's on many levels so I can have a conversation about my deep thoughts the ins and outs of who I am with a 
with a person. Okay. Yeah. It's much deeper. Whereas. But what if? So, but what is? Let's say like. Yeah, it's it's deep. You know, I we you and me we can get down to like our hopes and dreams and. Yeah. Yes. Penis no. sizes. You know, we can we can get down to to those levels if it's you want fair. to. Um, I don't want to make I don't want to make you jealous, so we usually don't go to the latter. <laughs> But, um, but so, but let's say, let's say, so we, we both swam in college, right? Yes. So we, uh, uh, that's a bad example. Um, it's a bad what, example. What's something, why what's why something, is it a bad example? All right. Though? So I, I'm trying to bring up something that we both have a, a strong belief in. Um, so what's, REI. what's something? All right. Yeah, you're right. We both love REI. Yes. Um, they're not our fine sponsors, but we would love them to be. 100%. <laughs> as an actual sponsor. Um, but okay, yeah. So we like what they do. We like what they sell. Uh, they have like you know owned by their uh, customers, everything like that. Okay. So, but you, so you and me could technically have a meaningful conversation about REI, right? We could. Yeah. We, okay. We so would that be more? Why is that less deep, less meaningful than uh, you and me talking about? Um, I don't know. Girls so or whatever. So, saying deep, less deep, I think less deep is the right word. Meaningful, I think is the right word. So, Shallower. it depends on... Shallow, yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think it depends on... And this is just... I don't have all the answers, but... I think it depends on if you decide to connect with that person past just that superficial spot. So, we both like REI. Mm-hmm. You and I both like climbing. How many people have you met on at the crag? You liked climbing. You hung out with them. Yeah, but instant connection. And instant you know connection. you have like yeah, like yeah, it's great. You're just like, hey, dude, you like rocks? I like rocks. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yes, and it's awesome. But what I'm saying is, it's very difficult to keep more than fifty to a hundred of those. I'll, I'll just say seventy-five to eighty. Seventy-five to eighty. Of those relationships in your life, but now, but uh, what I'm, what I, I guess, what I'm saying is, okay, you can have those seventy-five relationships, but wouldn't that get expanded by a common belief in something? So, I can ha- instantly have a closer and more meaningful relationship with someone who likes to rock climb because yes. we share similar passions, and you know, I know someone who rock climbs is obviously going to have the same knowledge of global warming and flat Earth society. Yeah, things that's like that. True. So we all run in packs. That <laughs> yeah. So it's like like I know generally people who rock climb are probably going to have the same beliefs as me. So you know we, I can connect with them. Yes. Right. So I guess saying it's less meaningful is the wrong word because I've met plenty of people out traveling alone mm-hmm. that we connected on traveling. Yeah. Our enjoyment exactly. of traveling, but it never went past that. And I think what I'm trying to come across and say here is not I guess I know what I'm trying to verbalize is to have so those relationships even though they're you can't say if they're less or more meaningful um, I mean yeah you I think you could you even told me earlier your closer relationships with your friends they're deeper, they're more meaningful in many respects. But Definitely. that doesn't mean the superficial ones you don't learn things from and they don't matter. 
Exactly. Yeah. I no. I I, so I share your opinion. I'm I'm just you know Yo, trying no. trying to just, so. But this so is what, going what, back to oh, community okay. though. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to tie it back to. So mm-hmm. us as humans right now, we're very individualistic, and we don't have we share more relationships with official constructs than we do with actual people. Okay. And I think that's a very strong problem. Or it's, it's, it's a hindrance on our society where we can't connect with others. There's a divide between middle class, upper class, lower class. You could go into religions. You could go into uh, minorities, majority, so, whatever it is. And I, I really think it's because we haven't connected with these people on a deeper level. Uh, and we need to start doing that. And it's very hard to say from the outside that we got to start doing that because all of us come from different backgrounds. But I think it's one thing that's really hindering us. Okay. So, yeah. So I guess uh, I guess a good example I guess I could think of is, you know, people like rock climbing so they can connect over rock climbing. Yes. But nowadays, it's less of, oh, I like rock climbing, you like it, let's be friends. It's like, Oh, like I rock climb because of the idea of rock climbing and I want to put it on social media and put pictures on Instagram yes. of me rock climbing. You know, it's it's more about that very superficial aspect of it yes. rather than, you know, like getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, why do you like rock climbing? All these, you know, you, we, we could talk about that for another three hours on this podcast. But yes. I guess, yeah, the idea there is we're kind of losing that connection. And that's, you know, what we were kind of talking about earlier with uh, just, like, trying to talk and connect with people um, over, like, these, you know, technology platforms, you know, like, uh, so uh, we were, we were arguing, not arguing, we were complaining before, we were in unison about our frustration with dating apps. Yes. So would you would you want to go into that there, Penny? You, you I mean you you get the most passionate about this, so I'll, oh, I want to hear you. Stupid! It is yeah. frustrating because I mean I've tried them, don't particularly enjoy them, and it's because it seems like nobody wants to put themselves out there. So you'll connect with a lady friend on Bumble, and let's just start with this: that connection happens purely through a picture most of the time. Yeah, that's pictures. all it is. Unless someone puts like a really clever tagline up. Yes. Like, what, what, what was yours? What was uh, yours? Oh. What was uh, the, the coffee one? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I like my women like I like my coffee. And the girl answered, was it uh, strong and dark? And I said, no. Uh, strong and three times a day. <laughs> It was a good one. That was, that was a good, a good one. one. Yeah, that's that pretty cool. But I didn't really get an answer. But, so, yeah, so how, how did that work out for you there, Panny? Uh, I got a laugh, but then nobody ever wants to meet. It's mm. very frustrating. It's, everyone wants to yeah. build this relationship through. Uh, there, there's a barrier in between you, and mm-hmm. you can't get to know the person. And it's nobody wants to put themselves out there. Yeah. Everyone's afraid that somebody's coming after them. They want to get what's the. What's it? Uh, sharkfish or whatever. Catfish. Yeah, catfish. Uh, whatever that, that shit what, is. Yeah. 
Wait, like, what, what about catfishing? Well, <laughs> no, but people are, people are afraid of that where they're like, oh, is this person real? Yeah, well, all right. So, I, like, my frustration with these things was I was like, okay, I connected to this girl. She looks cute. Talked to her a little bit. Seems like a cool person. I say, hey, let's meet up. And then she's like, ah, I'm busy here this day. Oh, how about this day? Ah, I'm busy then too. But how was your day? And I'm like, well, why are we just like continuing this like yes. artificial, you know, texting conversation where, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's super, it's very superficial and you, super superficial and yeah, super, super, you can't, sure. you can't, uh, like it's okay. It's a nice intro, but then you want to meet the person and see if you can actually connect with them and, you know. And, and, like, these dating apps, too, you know, it doesn't even... You're, you're not like, oh, let me just, like, try and meet someone and go hook up with them. It's like, no. You might meet this person and be like, oh, I think you're cool, but, like, let's just let's just be friends. Like, yeah. you're just, you know, trying to connect with someone and meet a cool person, uh, wh- however that may end up looking. And uh, they, they don't want to take that next step. They just want to continue to have this external validation by having this person a text constantly on the social media. And, like, I, I hate texting. I abhor texting. Like, well, people also it's so annoying. They'll, they'll go on the dating apps just to get people to like them. I mean, it's the same thing with just all social media. Yeah, right? They'll, they'll something up there just to be liked. Yeah, just to see the likes. So they want to see that people swiped on them. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, oh, just gosh, getting that validation. He likes me or she likes me or I got 3,000 views. I'm so cool. And it's just like... No, that's not the way this shit works. How many views do you think we'll get on this podcast? Uh, do you think we'll be cool? No, absolutely Do you think not. we'll get likes? Well, so, uh, I'd like to, uh, to thank our uh, next sponsor oh. at this moment. The shit. Naked and Famous. Ah. Uh, I would say that I am actually actively not referring to the band. Uh, I am a refer- great band, by the I am way. referring to people who are naked and famous, which me and Panny would both like to become. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you drop us a hundred likes on this post, oh, you a hundred. It, it takes uh, me. Uh, uh, okay, all right, a hundred likes, and you can get a picture of my bare naked booty bare. plastered on my Instagram. It's you get to see that, ladies and gentlemen. And because you know, Panny's, it's Nordic. It is it's Nordic. Nordic. And you know, because Panny's, you know, Panny's the real prize money over here. He's the yes, he's the real, you know, hundred fifty likes. That'll, that you get, that'll get you a nice booty pick of panty. So I was going to say Uh, great, great shout out for them. Um, so continuing, um, where were we? So we were just um, talking about uh, just just dating apps and social media. Which, to be honest, I used to be very against social media, but now I'm trying to find the good in it. Oh, did you reactivate your Facebook? No, absolutely not. Ah, uh, I don't have Facebook a phone. Either. So You're right. By the way. By the way, uh, I would like to give a shout out to the fine state of Texas that has instantly just become absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Tyler, this is an amazing. Tyler, ama- don't this listen is, this far this into is, the podcast. This is an amazing place. Like we're driving in the mountains now, and this is just like absolutely gorgeous. There's like giant spires and rocks everywhere, and I just want to climb all of them. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's really awesome. We're out by El Paso. So, you know, that little panhandle of Texas, pretty cool. Rest of the state, covered with a bunch of shit stains and bushes. Nothing, yeah, nothing much true. to see. Yeah, you can see a lot here. This is, this is absolutely gorgeous. How far away do you think that, that mountain is? I'm going to go with 100 miles. I would agree. I could uh, run there in a day. But, anyway. Yeah, oh, okay, Penny. Okay. Bro, challenge accepted. You're running 100 miles. All right, right now. On, on three hours of sleep, <laughs> jumping out of the car, you're running 100 miles a day. Yeah, in the middle of the desert in 45-degree weather. Oh, so, uh, all right, so talking about challenges right now, I wanted to kind of circle back to okay. uh, community. So I read this great quote, quote, with a Q, um, about, uh, so it's, if adversity brings us together, what do we sacrifice with comfort? And, you know, I think that kind of uh, reflects in two things that we're passionate about, those swimming and rock climbing, you know, in uh, both of those things, you know, we're facing adversity, we're facing challenge. Right? So yeah. in swimming, you know, it's swim practice. We're all, there's camaraderie. It's individual, but, you know, you're all in it together. With rock climbing, you know, you have that very close relationship with your belay partner. Uh, almost like a, a brotherly relationship, I would say. You know, like, yes. we kind of have, you, you know. Have have we're, trust. we're trusting our lives in each other's hands, you know, that we're not going to let go of the rope. And we know what we're doing. We're going to keep each other safe. So by putting ourselves through that adversity, I think, you know, we've, we've grown... Uh, closer. Yes. Um, and agree. and you know we, we we can build those strong relationships. The people we swam with, like we will forever be close with, because of what we went through together, right? Yes. So and now in our society, things are getting increasingly more comfortable. Um, you know, we, no one no one wants to really put themselves out there. Everyone, oh, you know, say the say the safe words. Don't insult anybody. Don't. And it's what are you sacrificing there if you're in this you know blush little pillow world. Well, it's, I mean, I think it also shows, uh, so we do have, we live in comfort. Humans have never lived this comfortable, ever. Ever, yeah. But it shows because humans are starting to take more risks and do more things that we would have never done if we were hunters and gatherers. Like we're starting. Like climbing rocks. Climbing rocks. They'd be like, fuck that, that doesn't make any sense. I just want to get, I just want to kill my next deer. Yes. (laughs) Like, uh, climbing Mount Everest. No human back then was like, I want to fucking go to the top Yeah, of that. no. Yeah, everyone was just like, well, that's pretty high. Yep. We're not going there. <laughs> going to go back and use my glow-in-the-dark cock ring. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's definitely what they thought. They figured out glow-in-the-dark before <laughs> we did. <laughs> yes. Try, trying to bring things full circle. We did a great job of bringing things full circle in our first episode. Which uh, is unfortunately lost to the uh, shitty iPhone gods, um, but it's the uh, shitty iPhone gods. All right. I, yeah, I think they stole it. I think they were jealous, Assholes. jealous of my Pixel Three. Yeah, they're kind of pissed off. So they, they stole that hour-long podcast. But, so uh, I wanted to get yeah. to this point though. So have you ever realized, if you're looking through society and what has happened, the best times the world has ever had have? I mean, the world goes in ebbs and flows. It's just the way it is. Like, it's never going to be great forever. Yeah. It's never going to be easy forever. But um, if you look at it, whenever people get too comfortable, like Rome, Rome fell because it thought nobody could touch it. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about history, but that sounds right. <laughs> Rose. Uh, there there might have been, uh, as far as I know, there could have been a lot of other factories. But yeah, you know, I think if you're making a general statement from what I know on the subject, yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. I mean, it's 100% true. So, I, I actually, I don't know if it's 100% true. I will take that back. I will say, from my knowledge, I'm going to give you a solid uh, 73% truth. 73%. Is that like... You're passing, but it's not It's not great. Uh, that's good. I'm passing on it. Yeah, you're, you're passing. You're, you'll get your degree. <laughs> Which is all that really matters uh, you know, for, yeah. human, for people at this point. Just get your degree. Get, get, your, get your degree, and, and then, yeah, there you go. You, Which, you got, congratulations. You spent four years drinking, and you got a piece of paper, and now you're qualified to work. Which brings me to my next question for you, Brad. How do you think that piece of paper has helped you in your life, and do you think it was worth everything that you put yourself through to get there? Hmm. That's that's a hot topic. Thank you for asking this question. It's pretty pretty intense. It's um, yeah, it's it's a pretty loaded question. Um, so you know, uh, so background for anyone who doesn't know me, I recently graduated uh, almost exactly a year ago. Uh, with my doctoral degree in physical therapy. Uh, it took me six and a half years. And, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, you know, it was it was a lot of work to get that degree and uh, graduating with it. And, I, you know, I'm very frustrated with the, the place I'm in. Um, uh, it, the physical therapy world isn't what I thought it was going to be. It's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of BS. And there's a lot of just, you know get the person in, get the person out, get the money, like, it's, there's not, not that same, you know, passion and drive that I was able to have in PT school, you know, where it's like, oh, let me just learn this, like, learn things, and you made a really good point earlier, do you remember what it was about me, my, my passion, learn, I don't oh, remember. Oh, your, uh, your passion has outgrew the job, for, your passion has outgrew what the job allows you to do. I guess, yeah, yeah, because basically, I, I want to just really, you know, define what, you know, therapy means to me and how I can best help people, and I feel like the environments and mentors and other resources I've been given aren't adequate for that, and so I, you know, uh, that degree, I think, has opened a lot of doors for me, uh, as far as opportunities, um, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to do it, and the friends and everything I got to be with along the way, but at the same time, it's like, all right, like, it's got me this far, but it's not getting me any further, and I need to, I'm, you know, right now, I'm trying to figure out what I can do, like, shift gears, like, all right, the the traditional PT world isn't what I want to do, what can I do, how can I, you know, use my passions and ideas and things, and make that into something, one that I can live off of, and two, that can actually really benefit and help people. Um, and so that's, you know, that's kind of what I'm searching for right now. And the thing we were talking about earlier is, you know, it's like you go, we've, we've gone through these very rigid tracks in our lives, you know, with school, swimming, whatever it may be, you know, and everyone has their own things. You go through these rigid tracks and realize like, I, you know, just kind of woke up and it's like, I don't have to do any of that. Like I can literally do whatever I want, you know, I can just go and say, you know, I'm not going to be a physical therapist anymore. I'm moving to Thailand and working on a farm. 
And I, I can totally do that, you know? Uh, but, you know, do I want to do that? I, kinda. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's other things that I have my brain set there, on and the, stuff, too. The so it's is like. You have options that you. I've, that I was previously kind of closed off to. I was yeah, kind of closed off to those ideas. And, you know, I think a lot of people end up doing that to themselves. You know, they follow that very stereotypical path. And they need to, to realize, like, okay, like, if you're going to tell me this is something you want to do, but I, I, I just can't. It's like, no, like, you really can. You know, decide how important it is to you and make those movements and do it. And, you know, that's something I'm really trying to do with my own life is just, you know, uh, traveling. Everyone's always coming up, travel while you can, travel while you're young. It's like, all right, like, I'm going to go do that. Uh, I'm going to travel and see and experience as much as I can, develop myself personally, and hopefully the opportunities and other things will fall fall in along the way um, for me professionally. Or, or if they don't, you know, maybe I'll find my passion in something else. So talk about the difference between personal and professional development and which one you prioritized. Um, so I guess well when I graduated, um, I could prioritize either, you know, my professional development, getting like you know the physical therapy job with the mentorship and you know salary and all that, or what I ended up choosing uh, to develop personally, uh, I chose to do travel physical therapy, and I'm, you know, I'm traveling around, and it, this job gives me a lot of freedom. You know, I'm working some hard jobs, not the best jobs, but uh, I kind of have the freedom to, uh, like, I just recently took six weeks off and went to China and Thailand, and now I'm going rock climbing with you for a month, like, and it's fantastic that I have the ability to do this, and the fact that, you know, coming back to our, you know, kind of communal relationship, that, you know, we're able to help each other and do this, yeah. um, and it's, it's pretty great, and so I'm pretty excited about life right now. Uh, it's it's just an open book, and there's so many places we can go, and so many things we can do, and yeah, we're like we're like we realize, Panny, we are we are. Let me see, we're 75 miles away from rocks, 75 miles, ladies and gentlemen, from our over 1500 mile journey. And we are down to the last 75. Crazy, and you know, again, we are running on hardly any sleep. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation, guys. Um, you know, so uh, again, we like to thank our sponsors: the Naked and Famous, Glow in the Dark Cock Rings, uh, oil, oil pumps, and of course, shitty iPhones. Um, our great sponsors, and uh, REI, we're still open to you sponsoring our podcast as well. Um, so you Pick know, up the phone, REI! <laughs> we want to work with you. Um, so anyway, you know, if you guys uh, can, you know, if you guys like this, you know, listen to it. If not, we're just going to keep doing this shit because we're driving a lot. <laughs> and we're just going to have some fun. So, you know, tune in to our next episode. I believe...